Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the AJ Daily. So the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, Apparently uh, I swore at the end of the show. You did. They had to uh, get rid of it. I don't think you just... Adrian was kind of joking with you about you getting off mic before the end of the show. And uh, yeah. you it said was, something. It was sort of involuntary. Really. Yeah, it was an oh, had, oh something. I hadn't even realised I'd done it until yeah. somebody said, did you swear? And I thought... Blimey, did I? Well, That's only the second time ever in 18 years. Yeah, the, the, last, one, the, word, other one was the last word was far worse. Far worse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, you won't hear it because yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they got rid of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm used to your bad language. It would be a shock to the boys and girls, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, it? Know how foul mouth you are. I don't think are. it would be. The, so, uh, yes, it's bits, uh, quite a lot of us. Andy went, uh, ventured onto page three of his well, notes in know. Everything Must Go Before Christmas. It's a bit like it this time of year. But, yeah, yeah, uh, that's it. We spoke to a very interesting woman from the University of Loughborough. That's right. Um, prof- she's a Professor Amanda Daly, isn't she? Yeah. And uh, she was telling us all about uh, the science behind uh, what you can eat at Christmas. And she's and- a Professor Amanda Weekly as well. No, don't worry about it. Oh, okay, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And every, Professor Amanda yeah, Monthly, yeah. Professor Amanda a- annually. annually. Yes. Yeah, always a professor. Cut that out, I'm with. No, it was good. I think I like. I just wasn't. I just thought I'd got her name wrong, and her name was Weekly. But anyway, she came yeah. on and uh, she told you again if you want. why you've got to do a two-hour run if you have four slices of turkey. It was quite depressing, actually. It was. Yeah, you won't enjoy your Christmas dinner now. No, uh, not unless you're sitting there in your tracksuit and your trainers. <laughs> Uh, so that and well, we talked, of course, about a fabulous night of football we last did. night, we and uh, a few other sprout-based stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that kind of show. Here it all is. Quite simply, the best, one of the most dramatic match day sixes, as they say in UEFA, I've ever seen. It was so tense; it was incredible. Yeah. It's the first game. This season, and in fact, for many a season, I didn't check my phone once. We didn't text each other. Normally, no, no, no. You know, it I was, was in just, no fit state. To. It was just gripping from start to finish. I mean, it just it really a superb night. I mean, I know it was exciting at Liverpool, and great, they did brilliantly to get through. But if you if you watch that game and you, and you weren't a Liverpool fan, you made a huge mistake because the drama between the two games between Spurs and Inter yeah. was just sensational. Having watched the Liverpool highlights back, I mean, I don't think you know if you decided to go down that route. I mean, oh no, it was exciting. You had, 
But you had uh, lots of near misses. You had a, 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 you had a red a, card. A red card. <laughs> Definitely a red card. There was lots that went on in that game. They were both fantastic matches. They were. It was such a pity they were on at the same time. Mm. But uh, no, it was uh, it, it was important for Spurs and Liverpool, of course, not to get mixed up in Thursday night if they want to eclipse City. So that was a big thing. But I, I'll tell you, I was telling you briefly on the phone. Uh, yeah. A young couple I know got married last year. They, they had a bit of a conundrum. That, mm. I think quite a unique conundrum in this case because you get people from the same household who support different teams yeah. but you don't quite get this situation she was a, mm. is a lifelong bona fide 100% died in the wall Spurs fan yeah. he is exactly the same with Inter Milan they're both season ticket holders they both go to every game when they can they live in Milan he was at the San Siro she was working away in a, and sitting in a bar in Holland and we were conversing because I was thinking this is difficult because basically yeah. Inter Milan have totally <clears throat> blown an opportunity to go through and it's basically allowed Spurs to go through so mm. she said to me what can I say to him? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, what a good point. I mean, what could you say to him? Uh, oh, I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry you lost that allowed us to go through. Yeah. So, listen, if you've got an idea of what you could say to somebody in, in that unique situation, yeah. I'd be interested. It's not often. I mean, it was oh, a domestic. So... <laughs> How did he take it? Do we know what went on in I the end? I don't know what happened. She just didn't know what to <clears> actually <throat> say. Another little sidebar. Someone I know was at the uh, game last night and went along with some friends uh, for his birthday. Well, I say went to the game. Certainly went to uh, Barcelona for the game and um, his friends decided it would be a really good idea to spike his beers with whiskey that's a terrible idea so um, <laughs> come about well, and he couldn't tell whiskey well, well, within in the, in the context, on the context, in the context of a pint, no, he couldn't. Well, clearly, he should he just have been thought able it was to. a continental strength lager he oh, was drinking. Oh, say with a whiskey taste. Well, he, he didn't quite. He didn't notice it. Yeah, it caught up in the moment and all the celebrations. Yeah. Well, to cut a long story short. Come six o'clock, he's asleep. He was asleep, yeah, and slept through the game. Oh no! Yeah, I mean he's, he's been pretty stoic. He said, "Oh, Barcelona's very pretty, and it was a great result," but he missed the game yeah. simply because. Call brilliant. yourself mates. That's disgusting. That is isn't it? poor, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure Inter Milan were delighted to see uh, Lionel Messi on the bench. Of course, at the start. And I was thinking, yeah. uh, Arthur. I, every, I was. You know the midfield player of Barcelona, Arthur. Every time, honestly, I couldn't help it. Every time Ian Dark said his name, all I could hear was. Arthur, yeah, <laughs> on the buses, yeah, on the buses, Ollie from on the buses. It was, uh, it was uh, yeah, it was, a, yeah, it was a, a fantastic performance, really, by them. They were on oh. the ball an awful lot of the time. They created so many chances. A lot. I know it wasn't the strongest Barcelona, but I don't care. I mean, ultimately, they still, they still, we've got no control. They still had two hundred and seventy million pounds of talent yeah. up front. You know, there was a decent enough team with internationals, and you know, Messi came on. And the thing about it is, not many teams. Take it to the new camp like that. Take yeah. take it to Barcelona. The way Spurs Spurs dominate, but after an early start, you know, where it was obviously a big setback, they they played brilliantly. Spurs are a great football team. This is his four and a half years into this project, mm. you know, and I because I compare it to my team, you know, you, you've got to be fair enough. You need the managers need that. Klopp's had the same sort of time, and it, and you can tell from the two teams the way they play. So, yeah. but uh, Barca, of course, our old mate Crackers. We spoke to him yesterday, and he 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 put a picture on Instagram him in the new camp. It's a great photo actually and great to see that game in the flesh but uh, they've become aware of his deadline day work for us actually and uh, right. apparently they've put a big offer in from him. They want him to stand outside the Le Messiah on uh, transfer. Oh do they really? Yeah. Oh okay we're, we're going to have to up our money then aren't we? I thought I'd bought uh, Carl Walker-Peter saying I'm not at all worried about him he'll be fine he'll be fantastic but to be fair to him 
he recovered very well. Made a great Considered, tackle. Yeah, yeah on yeah, Coutinho. Did. So uh, I'm still right behind him. I must say, though, in Dembele, I've always wondered what the big fuss about was with him. Yeah. He had 135 million. That's a lot of money. He's quick, but, isn't he? Oh, just a touch. Yeah. He's so pacey. So you can see why they paid the money for it. Most relieved man of the night probably would be Sadio Mane. That would have been, had they equalised uh, at the end, uh, mm. uh, Napoli, and, and Alisson had not got his hip to that one or his knee, you would have yeah. got, he would have been in bits, wouldn't he, Mane? It really, really knocked his confidence. Yeah. It would have been quite difficult for him to pick himself up, but thankfully... He did it. He was a great save at the end, but it, was, well, it, it wasn't, was, but it was, wasn't, one, it wasn't it as wasn't. good a save as people are going no. on about. It wasn't. No, the thing is, today, it was a really, really important save, and I think there's a yeah. difference between a great save and an important oh, save. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, banks down at, uh, on the floor, you know, that wasn't in the... Con- well, they lost that game anyway, so you could argue mm. that was a great save in isolation. The save from Alisson was a really important save. You mm. do see that. I, I agree. But I don't, I don't see much point adding it to your top 10 great saves. It, it, was, it was a starfish moment, but it was an important save. There's no doubt about that, and it kept a minute. And from Gareth Southgate's point of view, it, honestly, it just gets better and better. I mean, Chilwell's come in this season and looked brilliant. And then last night, Danny Rose, that is the best I've seen him play for ages. That's yeah. the sort of form that had Manchester United sort of chomping at the bit for his service. Slightly you know. worried that, uh, yeah, that's his best performance for oh, about two years. And, and it comes just before well. the transfer window opens. <laughs> well, no, you No, but right. he, was, he, was, he was fantastic no, last no, night. he's we've, made his claim there. We've started to see the last three games really that uh, when he's played he's looking like his old self of two years ago so yeah. hope he does stay he seems a bit happier than he did before so uh, well, we shall see yeah, yeah well anyway it was a good night from that point of view of course City and United are home and host but uh, we will be it's all about there can they finish top of the group yeah that's the thing for them tonight and Although, you know, it isn't always an advantage to be top of the group. It depends, you know, obviously it depends who you get, it's an obvious thing to say. But uh, And Andy Brassel was right, wasn't he? I mean, he did argue that, you know, Napoli arguably were the best side in that group and they've ended up going out. There was little little yeah. moments for them in, in that group. We're bound to meet them now in the Europa League. It's absolutely, you know... There's some very good sides well, no, in the Europa sorry. League. The sorry oh, yeah, connection. the sorry so that's yeah. bad. That's yeah. Ancelotti, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. bound to happen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. Anyway, the draws on Monday. Monday morning, we'll be bringing that to you, and uh, of course, reaction uh, once it happens. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. That was a bit of a jack in the box, really. Watching the Spurs game unfold last night, I couldn't settle down. I, I do struggle if we're in a big game. I have to go and sort of. I watch it. Like mm. I can't be concentrating. I'd have to be doing something else, washing up, moving about, just wandering around. But within <laughs> sight of, of the telly. Yeah, basically within sight <laughs> of the telly. Finding everything but to actually concentrate on the matches too much. So, um, and we're it's here. It's a shame in a way because you, you, you missed a really wonderful game no, of football. I, I watched it. I just <laughs> couldn't relax and watch it. Oh, you know, in the same way. I couldn't sit yeah. in a chair with a, you know. Yeah. But and we were hearing from Marcel van der Kran that um, Rafa van der Vaart's dad um, would go to the stadium to watch his son, but then couldn't bring himself to watch it. So would he would kind of wander around the inside of the ground or go to the pub next yeah. door. So uh, sometimes it gets you like that. So other ways you've managed to avoid the very thing you've set out to watch. Uh, let us know this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine or tweet to TSHNJ. A belated well done now, Andy. I don't know if you're oh, aware yeah. of this. Um, Michael Volpe's uh, a fellow Chelsea fan. He's been yeah. in a couple of times. He's 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 um, part of Holland Park Opera. Opera he's yeah, he's he a senior figure there, and he's done a couple of different things. Documentaries, one around some 
some old school Chelsea fans who uh, he took to the opera, introduced them to it for the first mm. time, a little documentary. We met them, they, were, they were nice. They were, yeah, which we talked about. And then um, he made one. We, he came in with some pupils from uh, Archbishop uh, Tennyson School, which is near the Oval. Mm. And uh, they made uh, Hip Hop to Up. To opera, which was a really good little documentary, yeah, fantastic really, yeah. documentary, and he came in with some of the pupils. Well, they went off to the International Film Festival in Milan mm. this weekend. He took the kids over as well, um, and they won two awards. Oh, well done! Fantastic, isn't it? Uh, he's uh, he's brilliant on the Chelsea website. He takes the all comers on there. Yeah, they all try and bring sort of take the Mickey out of him. But he's he's a clever bloke. So yeah, best director they won and best cinematography in, uh, in for three categories and won two of them. So uh, well done to Michael yeah. and the kids. I think they had a fantastic time. So it was a real life changer for them. One of their pe- uh, teachers tweeting, you know, so proud of the kids. They are sort of sitting by Lake Como, uh, you oh, know, yeah, and it, because all because they kind of put their hand up one day and said, "Do you fancy being involved in this?" So sometimes it is worth putting your hand up, isn't it, in life. Absolutely. So well done to them, well done to Michael, good work. Now, uh, Queen guitarist Brian May mm. has called for a ban on TV adverts for Christmas turkeys. Yeah. And Tinsel's gutted, he had a John Lewis ad lined up. Did, did he really? Yeah, honestly, he can't the piano. believe it. Brian, what are you doing? No, he didn't mean that, of course. No, of course not. No, 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 that's true. Honestly, Brian, why don't you do what you want to do and let us do what we want to do? That would be a good idea. Don't start falling out with Brian May. No, There's only I one mean, winner you there. You get fed up with these people <laughs> interfering, honestly. You know, just, you know, do you know what I mean? It's not against the law, is it, to eat turkeys? Mm. So just shut Not up. yet. Hey, not yet, mate. Can I drop you off here? Say <laughs> going around the one-way system. Really? It'll cost you an extra and five. And there was a, a bake-off. Only a matter of time. <laughs> it was a bake-off. Five years for eating a turkey, Gov. That's what I read today. <laughs> There was a spat between, uh, uh, what's her name, Mary Berry and uh, former Bake Off star and current Bake Off star, Paul Hollywood, apparently appearing together. Oh, yeah. And Paul Hollywood appearing with his girlfriend, Summer Money Fulham, will definitely be relegated. Summer Money Fulham? (laughs) Summer Monye Fulham. Will definitely be relegated. Is that is that a full name? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Summer money, Fulham. I think, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a good yeah, name. Very good. Yeah. Or Monnier or something like that. Okay, exactly all right. Yeah. Do you know how much uh, Usman Dembele was uh, fined for um, being two hours late for training? If you were like, Andy, you're, let's play. You are the manager. Okay. You are Ernesto Valverde, and uh, you're training away, and then two hours later, up rocks your um, you know lightning healed starlet Usman Dembele. Hmm. Uh, and you say, I'm sorry, son, uh, you're going to be uh, fined for your two hours lateness. How much do you fine him? I'd say two weeks' wages, uh, about 200 grand, 400 grand. No, 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 look, don't worry about it. You should be the manager of um, of Barcelona. Well, um, you were right. It was a fortnight's wages, £210,000. Yeah, that's quite. Actually, he's a bit. <clears throat> un- he's a bit on, underpaid. He shops. He's only on 110 grand a week. <laughs> he's a bit underpaid. His agent sold him short there, didn't he? I mean, he's, he, he cost 159 million. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was 135. Oh, million. was he? Okay, sorry. I may have put the but money the, up. A bit. It's a bit mad. He paid. They paid 135 million for a bloke who isn't first choice because the first choice is Messi, mm. Suarez, and Coutinho. Well, he's it? found it quite difficult, hasn't he? he hasn't. Hasn't quite settled yet. He's, God, he's he is so quick, isn't he? Isn't he took that goal. He, he, oh, it was a lovely goal, wasn't he? Larry Winks was still well. sliding on his backside when the ball went in, wasn't mm. he? Because he was expecting the shot. But uh, yeah, he, 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 they, they can, yeah, it was a funny old uh, night for them, wasn't it? Really, they, yeah. they, they, they worked hard, but they, you know, they weren't busting a gut, but they? 
Really? Oh, no, no, no. Look, you know, it was a good night to play them, for yeah. sure. But you, you, it's not easy to go there, and they, they no. got a great result. Uh, congratulations to our old friend, friend of the show, and our friend Tom Watt. Oh, yeah. Who's to uh, return, if we believe the papers today, uh, as Lofty uh, in Albert Square. I think only as a, as a one-off, isn't it? Only as a oh, yeah, it's only as a one coming back for good. No, no, it's, uh, it's I think, uh, appearing in episodes three and five. Oh, no, that was when they started. Okay, it's just going to say, I think they've had more yeah. than five episodes, Andy. I seem to remember <laughs> yeah, at least seven right. or eight. Storylines. Yeah. Anyway, they're making some sort of comeback. With Mary the Punk. This yes. one for the kids. It's true. There'll be an old generation who'll be saying, Who's that bloke with the little round glasses on? They just, <laughs> I mean, they won't know who uh, Lofty was, will I they? I don't know, though, because I remember being, well, it was some time ago, but it was mm. at least 10 years after Tom left EastEnders. And uh, we, we were in Barcelona filming something, and uh, this crowd mm. gathered, they recognised, and they were all going, Lofty! All right, Lofty. Were they? Like that. Were they? They weren't Catalans. I take it. No, no okay. yeah, they were. Yeah, they were Catalans. Yeah, that's, I can't do the Catalan accent. <laughs> it's, it's big. It's big over there, is it? Yeah, it is. Eastenders. Yeah, I mean, he must have. I mean, true. I mean, every time he walked down the street, probably in the eighties, it was. Oh, I loved it. In the yeah. end, it must. But it's amazing how he's created a completely different career: yeah. filmmaker, he's a broadcaster, writer, writer, and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah but anyway, he, he decided to go back. It's probably a long enough gap, I suppose, to yeah. be able to do that. The world's oldest tabletop football game. Is Maybe you'll do a game. documentary about Walford Town. That would be fantastic, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? Could do. Why yeah. Not? yeah. Yeah. The uh, the world's oldest f- tabletop football game made yeah. in 1915 out of wood mm. and operated with you were <laughs> brass typewriter style keys. Yeah. Could fetch eight thousand pounds at Christie's. I don't know. I, you, it's because the game itself can't be going that long. Really, was it in the professional it's a ta- form? It's a tabletop sports game, is it? What's that? Are you, are you trying to? <laughs> Something just went off on my phone, absolutely for no reason. So, um, so it's a, is it a football game? Tabletop yeah, game, tabletop like a sort of bar football thing. Yeah, but okay. I don't know how it works with the keys and everything. But there you go. And this was interesting on a football basis. We yeah. may talk about this. The World Cup proved more popular than this year's royal wedding internet uh, internet data show. This is for searches that people made. Yeah, the World Cup was number one, but. One of the most popular phrases is how to watch Fury versus Wilder, how to watch the Champions League finals, the top yeah. three trending search questions. And, of course, what that means is people are saying is how can I get an illegal stream? Of well, this? I think they know. Yeah, they yeah. know for well how you watch both of those things. You, yeah, well, you, you pay for one on the subscription or you pay-per-view but on the other. It shows you, from, from, you know, the, to be that level. It shows how difficult it is for TV yeah. rights holders to protect the thing they pay all this money for. And yet people are still trying to find it for no money. It would also suggest that if people were finding it easy, there wouldn't be so many people searching that, which yeah. means they, they must be doing not a Not that I've job. ever tried, but no, I, of believe, course not. I believe it is quite difficult. Well, it's I getting think it, more difficult. I think it I has believe. got more difficult, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there were there was an awful lot of it going on, but that's become... I mean, boxing, uh, I understand, <laughs> has often been much easier than football yeah. has. Uh, but I think that's changing as well. Mm. That's true. So... And the Beckhams, finally, the Beckhams. They're, oh, uh, leave them alone. No, no, it's not, leave me. Them alone. it's not me. Well, you keep repeating this stuff. No, because I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated yeah, by the fact. That's one excuse. The papers You're just, a ghoul, mate, that's what know, you are. I am a ghoul. You're a showbiz. They're just not, I love it, they're just ghoul. not buying the Bram Beckham togetherness. I, I think that's quite What, fun. one or two of the press, yeah? Yes. Okay, uh, They sat with their backs to each other at a fashion bash as their awkward Cold War continued. Not my, <laughs> I don't know if it's true awkward or not. This is what they're war. saying. Leave them alone. <laughs> And anyway, there's a whole load of stuff about how he was talking to Rita Ora and blah, 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 and they were ignoring each other. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But a spokesman for David said, hmm. oh, David, Victoria and Brooklyn had a fantastic night together at the yeah. awards party. Great. So yeah, terrific, yeah. 
Well, thank you for bringing us that, Andy. Go keep uh, keep at it. I will. Um, so, yes, uh, we're going to talk a bit of City in a moment. Down at the bare bones, as Harry would say. Well, yeah, but it doesn't really matter, does Fifth, it? I know, not, not tonight it doesn't, but uh, they've got a few longish-term injuries. They've got a couple coming back, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not a good time, is it, really, with so many games coming thick and fast well, it, it, to have know, injuries? It, it could mean a really exciting title race if they drop a few more points over Christmas. Yeah. You know. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Well, it's me, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sports, and uh, we yeah, we hinted at this yesterday. The uh, amount of running, running you probably or walking, of course, you haven't got the run uh, to uh, to walk off some of the Christmas Day staples. Mm. One thick slice of turkey, uh, an eight-minute uh, run or a sixteen-minute walk, three large roast potatoes, mm. um, a twenty-seven-minute walk. Or a 14-minute run. Not after each one, obviously. I suppose if you just have one of the potatoes <laughs> and then do about a, a four-minute run. That's, mm. that's not going the way it works. There is science behind this uh, because it's uh, Loughborough and um, Birmingham Universities who've got together on this. And joining us now from the School of Sport, Exercise and Health Sciences at Loughborough University, Professor Amanda Daly. Good afternoon, Amanda. Hi there. Good afternoon. So, yeah, you've been, you've been described as Scrooge's. Uh, <laughs> reminding us of what eating stuff at Christmas does to us and how we need to exercise. But that's not why you did it. You didn't want to bring us all down, did you? No, not at all. We want people to have a good time over Christmas, but we're also interested in improving people's um, health. And we know that over Christmas, um, there are lots of people in the population will eat too much and unfortunately gain weight. And we know that um, after Christmas that people don't lose all that weight. So we wanted to try and come up with ways in which we could stop people in the first place gaining too much weight over Christmas. It's a very effective way of doing it, isn't it? Because previously, 
we all know about calories, but it's hard to sort of equate that. But when you see this written down, yeah. it, it, that's the purpose of it, isn't it? It makes you think, blimey, that's, I, I'm, I can equate you know, how much yeah. exercise I need to do to how much this is actually putting on weight. Yeah, exactly. And it's actually quite hard to understand what a calorie actually means in terms of a lot of the festive foods that we eat. So we wanted to try and give a context to the public about how much energy it really does take to eat a Christmas cake, to eat a turkey dinner, to eat a samosa, to have a large glass of wine. And often when you emphasise the amount of uh, running and walking that it takes, it really brings home the amount of uh, time it's going to take to burn those calories. And maybe it's best just not to eat it in the first place. So, oh no, you've got to do that for Christmas. So the full, the full Christmas dinner. So you imagine you have a starter, you have all the turkey. All well, the you trimming. do have a starter. Not all of us have a starter. Yeah, right? I would, I'd put, yeah. you, I'd put you out on the limb. All right, no the starter. starter. Yeah. But, I mean, how how long would you have to walk to walk off the whole of Christmas dinner? Well, that also includes the uh, chocolates before and after, and uh, of course a few drinks um, on top. So it could take you know a few days to be able to burn <laughs> off the number of calories that people actually consume just on Christmas wow. Day alone. And, of course, the important thing is that Christmas isn't just a single day. The Christmas period is over several weeks. And so people are overindulging every day hmm. over Christmas. You know, that's a lot of calories to try, and, to try and burn off after Christmas. And that's why it's difficult to do that. So what are you advising them to do? Just kind of think, maybe before, have two spuds instead of three, have, you know, just kind of modify the portion size of the dinner, things like that? Yeah, so we think uh, a good thing for the for the public to do is to actually weigh themselves regularly so they know whether they're actually gaining weight. But actually, in terms of their food, if they can think about just demonstrating a little bit of restraint. So rather than just having five roast potatoes, have two or three, or instead of having six or seven chocolates, have two or three. So again, we're not saying don't have a good time. We're just saying just think about how many calories you really are. Uh, consuming and how much energy it takes to burn it off afterwards. Mm. I just I do like the idea though mm. of as you eat these things, you then are committed in your system. If we were kind of going to carry this through, so it says yeah. one small Christmas pudding. So you have that, and you say, "All right, Granddad, see you in 110 minutes," because <laughs> yeah. then he's going out yeah. for a run. Yeah, well, maybe just eat half of the Christmas pudding rather than the whole Christmas pudding. You know, mm. you can share it with your family. You don't have to have to eat it all. So that's yeah. You'd have to take Grandad for a little walk around the block, I think, and burn off some of the calories. So roughly, the walking is du- double the time of the running. So the running, yeah. you know, it takes half the time to yeah. work it off. It's, that's interesting because for, for older yeah, people, you know, not everyone can go for a run, can they? So you know, but most people. The can worst go for a one run. of these, Amanda, is one mince pie, a 21, 21 minute run. I know. That's I quite mean, quite one yeah. mince pie. The sort of thing. Really. Yeah. And that's an average size mince pie. So if it's a large mince pie, you need to add on a few extra uh, minutes on top that's of that. The, so, the, yeah, mince pies yeah. Are, are not good. We were talking yesterday about a fellow this won't concern at all who calls himself a breatharian. Yeah. And he basically lives on nothing, according to him. I mean, well, you have to take <laughs> him at his word. Have you heard of this? And is it actually possible? I, have, I haven't heard of that, so unfortunately I can't comment yeah, okay. on that. But I find it surprising that somebody could live on just fresh air alone. Yeah, I think, I think he has water, but he says he eats only... Oh, okay. He eats mints to stop the bitter taste in his mouth. Not mints from a mince pie, obviously. <laughs> no, no he did. okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> Addicted to mints. Each mint, he's got to go for a 10-mile run. So are you, when you're sitting in front of uh, Frozen, uh, Amanda, on Christmas Day with a, a tub of celebrations in front of you, are you going to be practising what you preach? Oh, definitely. So I'll have, I'll enjoy myself. I'll have a few drinks, and I've got a sweet tooth too. Um, but I just won't eat the whole tub. I'll share them out, and I'll just probably eat a few to make sure that I don't have to spend all my time in the holidays running off all these 
extra calories. I think you see, if, if if you you and the team there at Loughborough should all have a weigh-in oh. pre and post Christmas and see you <laughs> yeah. stuck to yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. I guess then we could practice what we preach, right? We could show you how good we were at demonstrating restraint over Christmas. Yeah. Perfect. And what's what's um. If, if you're going to have a little bit of leeway over Christmas, people will put on a bit. So there's an expectation that they may put on a bit, but just be prepared to lose it afterwards, I suppose. Yeah, well, we, you know, we're obviously... Uh, it's, Christmas is a time for eating and socialising and having a good time. So we expect that some people will put on a little bit, but often people put on a lot of weight. And mm. obviously it's very hard to lose a lot of weight um, come Christmas. And it's not just this Christmas. If that happens every single Christmas, yeah. then obviously you can see how people get larger and larger over a long period of time. So our view was, let's prevent it now. Let's demonstrate some, some restraint to stop it going on in the first place. Because, of course, we know that prevention is always better than cure. Good stuff. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, Dan. Mm. Professor Amanda Daly there from uh, Loughborough University. And there was some mulled wine about last night while the old Spurs game was on. And uh, apparently to uh, 17 minutes for a glass of mulled wine, I think in nervous energy... <laughs> I lost about three stone last night. I could have eaten those celebrations. I could have had as many mince pies as I like. No problem. Definitely would have burnt it off. No problem at all. Uh, Tim Vickery will be up uh, shortly. Uh, Andy, before that, do you have anything else for us? Well, um, let's have a look. Have I got anything sporty? Mm. No? Not really. It's, it's a bit of a quiet time well, sport, well, it's a sport. It's a lot of Christmas stuff. There's a woman at a Christmas charity event complained that Jingle Bells was too loud. Yeah, full of Christmas cheer. <laughs> Cheers. Well done. <laughs> was it being played by Napalm Death or something? <laughs> no, I don't know. What that was to do with. And parents blasted a school play where kids had Who to. Who did? Parents. Oh, powerful. You said Perez. No, not Perez. Iosi Perez. Iosi well, Perez <laughs> blasted a school play. play. He did. He said, I'm not happy not about it. a massive it. fan of the nativity. <laughs> he said, this is a play where the kids had to act drunk. And one bloke said, it's disgusting. Oh, well, what? That's you think, weird, isn't it? Well, you think, they're, first of all, they're acting. And second of all, like, they've never seen that on TV, like in EastEnders or anything like that. Yeah. It's on before the watershed. Mm. It's ridiculous. People are dumb. So I can only now see Ozzy Perry stand up and walking out of a nativity <laughs> in disgust. <laughs> That's the way he is. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. After a spectacular cough earlier on straight into the mic and a yeah. sneeze just yeah. before the break there, <laughs> and he just has one uh, bodily explosion left. That's so very harsh. Uh, I may be leaving before four o'clock. <laughs> Try not to do that on air. It's all right. I've given up that muesli. Okay. What was that problem? Is that? What, I, I didn't really want. I didn't really want to know that. <laughs> but what brand was it? So we know. Don't let's no, no, say. Don't say. Don't necessarily do that to you. Not really ideal, is what it? What a thought. What a thought. Uh, anyway, Andy. Hmm. Um, what do you have for us? Well, I, I am on to uh, page... Uh, well, the last one on page one is uh, the last sooty used by Matthew Corbett went for two grand at auction. I was going to buy it for you. I thought it would be perfect present for Christmas. But yeah. A bit high. Two grand. So it's, I suppose it's authenticated. It's well, the last one that had a link to the Corbett family. Yeah. It? Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of panto, though. Does he still do a lot of panto, Sooty? Oh, yeah, he's all over the place. He'd do about five or six at once. <laughs> the one. But you he obviously you he's only got... want to go to the original one with, you know, the with the now, is it Richard? The new the new owner? I don't know. You've kept up with the, the Sooty handler. franchise more, more than I have. <laughs> I love but, the um, Sooty franchise. But it's, uh, the fact he can do six pantos mm. yeah, at the same time, he must have a hell of a fast car waiting for him <laughs> to get him from one place. He is. He's tremendous. He's a man of few words. Yeah. We've tried to get him on, but yeah. a bit pointless, really. Yeah. 
Good. Anything else? That was the, that's well, the end of page one. That's page so one as yeah. we now delve into page two, you can only imagine uh, <laughs> yeah. what things are like. A lot, of, a lot of them, I don't even got the story, especially on page three. Okay. Uh, page two, though, it brings us um, exclusive. It was exclusive in the paper revealing that Rolling Stones will be on tour next year. Hmm. It's not really a reveal or exclusive. They do that every year, so I thought that wasn't definitely not worth it. It's got to come to an end sometime, <laughs> Anne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Duke of Kent has been visiting Kent again. What's the point? <laughs> He lives well, there. You know, he's the Duke of Kent. Where do you want him to visit? So I was going to Sussex too often. They'll ask questions, won't they? They'll take it away from him. Yoko Ono. Who is the Duke of Kent, by the way? Well, the Duke of Kent. No, but what a question. No, but, but is it Michael? Well, isn't it Prince Michael, the Duke? Of oh, Kent? okay, okay, yeah, yeah. He probably is, isn't it? He? Yeah, he loves the tennis, doesn't he? Was his no, missus he, loves the tennis? He loves the tennis. They both love the tennis. Yeah, of course, they love the oh, tennis. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. That was kind of a sports story. Well, it was really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yoko. It's Ono's... Prince Edward. Oh, uh, is it? Prince Edward, Duke of Kent. That's right. No, he can't be Prince No, it's Edward. not that one, is he? No, they, Prince Edward is, no, Prince, is the Queen's son. Uh, no, he, no, it's it's another one. Prince Edward, Duke of Kent. He's a cousin. There he is. His is name's he? Edward. Yeah, Princess Michael is a woman. Really? Yeah. What do you mean, really? <laughs> well, I know she's a woman. Yeah. But she can't be called Princess Michael unless she's married to Prince Michael. Well, look, mate, I don't understand the royals. <laughs> You're coming, you know, born on a council estate in Stone. You're into nothing yeah, about you've this. Watch the crown. Not from, not from the. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Rita Ora turned up somewhere in a dress. Yeah, yeah. That was another great story about mm. Rita. Um, oh yes, this was interesting. This was actually people who talked about this. Sixty-nine-year-old wanted to change his age by deed poll. Oh yeah, for Tinder. So he, he wanted to sort of officially. I heard about this fella. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to knock twenty years off his age, didn't he? Would be a bit dishonest, though, wouldn't it? Really. Well, look at you, 35-year-old Andy Jacobs still <laughs> very, getting away with true, it. true, really. Yeah. And, so uh, when it comes to your free Oyster card, then suddenly <laughs> you're quite happy to say, oh, am I too early? <laughs> Yoko Ono's Bells for Peace. Yeah. Sounds like a bit of a racket. It's what, whiskey? <laughs> eight, no, Alan, Alan's right on board with 8, Bells for Peace. 8,000 bell ringers. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's it's bad enough. The ones that's she's not singing. She's not singing over the top of it. Is she? <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Really. I dread to think. Yeah, this was an amazing story. Where well, you've set that up, and let us be the judge of no, that. We're a honeymoon couple. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. We're not allowed. You remember on the school rum? They weren't. Allowed, of course, they weren't allowed into a, a you know, to a resort because they brought their dog. Where, but whereas they left the baby at home, which is an odd, odd thing, isn't it? You know, that's a With somebody looking after the baby, pri- I think. <laughs> Presumably, yeah. yeah. Odd sense of priority, though, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is page three. No, page two. Oh, okay. But, wow. Even, no, no, two. these are all good. Even at 110 grand a year, I've written, I don't think I'd want to be Madonna's personal chef. It's really? not bad money, though, is it? 110 grand a year. Wow, yeah. Why well, wouldn't want to do that, Andy? Oh, I don't know. She'd be difficult, wouldn't she? You think so? Oh, yeah, very difficult. Don't make sort of nuggets and beans every night. <laughs> I don't like think a sort so. of kid's menu. I think it would all be, it would be a, it's all from the Gwyneth Paltrow cookbook. Okay. I feel I might be doing her a disservice. Who well, knows? We, we should maybe look into it. Mm. Um, <laughs> this is a brilliant comment. Rare Burgundy sells for 424 grand a bottle of rare Burgundy. Yeah. Where's the value I've written? Well, there's no value, is there, really, obviously. It's all really... What a strange story, Andy. It's just yeah, broken. Give me a strange one, yeah. Uh, Tony Adams, uh, that's right, Tony Adams, the captain of uh, Arsenal, mm. yeah. is the new president uh, of uh, Rugby Mo- Football League. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think, what, he's been not, has he been nominated or has he actually got the gig? Uh, there seems to be, I think, I think, I think he is, but he's going to be named, yeah. He's going to be named. The RFL president. That's a very strange idea. He's uh, succeeding Andy Burnham uh, uh, as uh, the uh, 
at the helm of the RFL, apparently. Yeah, but Andy Burnham's the mayor of Manchester, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he, he no, comes from that area, you know, so we're heart and a rugby league this heartland. Is, this know. is because of sporting chance, apparently. Oh. He's been involved in a lot of rugby league welfare programmes. Okay. So he's known uh, to the RFL through sporting chance for his charity he's set up. Yeah. And uh, he, he says he's a fan of the sport. He looks forward to being a champion uh, of, a, of a brilliant sport. Yeah, I'm passionate about working with everyone in the sport to raise the profile of mental health, wellness and resilience for players and for everyone in rugby league. Well, it's a very important thing, but there's a lot yeah. more to the job than that. No, I'm sure there is. I mean, I, I, it would hint at the fact it's a kind of fairly ceremonial role, wouldn't it, really? Mm. And other people would be doing the hard yards, but it doesn't have to raise the profile. Mark Wilson, who often comes on with us and talks about rugby league, and Super League is a brilliant product, but not enough people kind of know about it or, or watch it outside of the heartland. So... Uh, Someone like who's got a sort of a London base and is, is a well-known character in sport. So there we are. Did you see a woman who ex- accidentally painted her face with red paint? It's been left indelible. She can't get it off. It's a bit like a bit young Kenny. Young Kenny. Yeah, it's like Justin. It's well, it's not like Justin because really. obviously that was a character he played and he hasn't got a face like a tiger these days. We can uh, happily point out. I don't know who this bloke was, but his name's Adam Hulk. And a, a lizard leapt from his case and hid under his couch. Oh, yeah. Incredible. How did it get in his case? <laughs> no idea whatsoever. How did that get in the papers? Yeah, how did it get in your notes? That's more the question. <laughs> I think I was fascinated by his name. I think it's worth sticking around just to see if he's got that uh, that third expulsion in him, really. But um, we'll see. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. So there we are. That was this afternoon's uh, show. And uh, we'll return tomorrow from uh, 1 o'clock. So until then, thanks so much for listening and we will catch up with you soon. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.